Twitter is flooded from a now famous tweet by J.K. Rowling. You know that author, Harry Potter. On what successful people do. Her response got us thinking. What do successful people do? And what we found on the internet, it didn't exactly make us happy. So, today, we're defining success for you and the two things you can do to be a success. That's coming up on Smalley Marriage Radio. I am one of the people here, Michael Smalley. And I'm Amy Smalley. And that's why we're Smalley Marriage Radio. Wife extraordinaire of 24 plus years 24 now. years mm-hmm. in one day. Yep. And you got annoyed with me already. I did? This morning at 4. I, oh, because you were like, yay, at 4.30, someone, would you want someone like in your face, like saying, hello, I'm so glad you're awake. I'm like, I'm really not. I Please thought you were. sleep a little bit longer. I get excited. Yeah, he wakes up way too early for well, me. And at, that's kind of a part of what we're talking about. Yeah, and that's per what usual. That's started it all, yeah. Per usual. Yeah. We are Facebook living. Yeah. As we are podcasting. Yes. And Heather whited, witted. Feels like I butchered that, Heather. I apologize. We love you. But Sorry. she said she's finally making this experience live. So welcome, Heather. You're on now. You're like being broadcast across the world. So <laughs> here's our distraction of the day is actually going to be that JK Rowling's response to Inc., uh, who tweeted, The world's most successful people start their day at 4 a.m. Now, obviously, I'm gonna have to give you what her, you know, what her quote was because yeah kind of what set off the show so uh for the distraction of the day though i went through personally and found what i thought to be the most interesting or hilarious responses to jk rowling's is it rowling's or is it rowling's rowling i'm pretty sure it's rollins i mean i mean you know r-o-w-l-i-n-g rollins Rollins. Rollins? I thought that you're was making it. making stuff up. Heather, you're, you're the only me. one listening. Is it no, Rollins? There's like seven people watching. Come on. <laughs> and remember, kidding. we have a podcast. I know. Audience. I'm just kidding because I wanted Arden for Spock. So, okay. All right. What was her response? Again, to ink uh, their tweet. That's coming up in a moment. I'm not going to give it quite yet. I'm going to tease this one as long as I can. And then here's kind of cool. Here's the honoring news of the day because, you know, we like... We like reminding people that there is good in the world. I love there's good in the world. It yes. is not all evil. And and there's joy. And there's joy. There's- and there are still adventurers out there who are doing amazing things. And as you know, and, and actually Mario D'Ortenzio is watching right now, and he can verify that I was you quite- You were crazy. I was quite the little surfer boy. Oh, Yeah. Growing up in Arizona in the middle of the desert. Yeah, how did that work? No, but all my extended family lived down in Southern California. And yeah. so I was constantly in Southern California and learned how to boogie board and surf yeah. at a young age. And so I like surfing and I like adventure sports. Okay, so good news of the day. I like adrenaline. A Okay, so this comes from goodnewsnetwork.org. Brit Surfer sets new world record for taking on the biggest wave ever. No. Yeah, he literally did this. On our anniversary, December 17th. Oh, like yesterday. Yeah. It was in Portugal. I wouldn't even think you could, like, are waves high this morning? Oh, is that? Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know about it. In Nazare, who I have have dreamed of going there. I would never set foot in the water, but it's like the cliffs come right up to the 
to the ocean and oh, the waves that are just scary. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Well, no I, way. I actually have a video because I want to get your reaction. So mm -hmm. if if you will turn your attention over to the right, <laughs> I you guys are going to hear 41 seconds of 41? the largest video. But no, I want you to watch. Okay, you ready? Here we go. This is amazing. Oh my gosh, it looks like a crater. <gasps> Look at that. Oh. Look at that. Look at him. Oh. He is like tiny. Oh. What's he looks that? like a, a, a speck oh, of dust. Like, watch it crash, oh, though. You guys, I'm going to oh, have a link to what's this. That, what's Look at the crash. Oh, that is unbelievable. Oh, oh my gosh. Look at it. Oh, Swallowed him up, and I, he's still on the surfboard. Oh, I he's see him. He's still on. That reminds me of that point. He got completely pummeled. Oh, my gosh. By that, it, the wave is estimated to be. He could have died. He should have died. What oh. was that movie, Point Break or something? Yeah. Patrick Swayze or something? And he died yeah. in that? Yes. Oh, muddy. Yeah. Is that not insane? So that's, that's insane. So way to go, Tom. So. 29-year-old daredevil, Tom Butler, took on a huge swell estimated to be more than 100 feet tall. Oh, my goodness. And, and here's 100 the, feet? And you have to understand... When it comes to waves, like people would be like, like the like Huntington Beach, the swell might be at four foot, mm -hmm. and people are like, "Oh, that's nothing." You have no idea because of how they measure the height of a wave. A yeah. four foot wave is really intimidating. Really? Oh my gosh! The word, the highest I've ever personally surfed was eight foot, and yeah. I I'm telling you, does it feel like a cliff? No it it looks like a three story building is coming at you, and you just look up and you go, "I shouldn't be here." No, you it probably was crazy. Okay. But way to go, Tom Butler. There you go. Way to go. Daredevils are still alive and thriving. I hope he doesn't have any children. Why? Because you know what? That's a daredevil thing. That's you do scary. realize until you got pregnant with Cole, <laughs> I was. That's what I'm rock saying. Until you have children. With no ropes. Until you have children, and then you have responsibilities. I, and I was. You hanging. have to be able to like. You have to have some serious life insurance. If he does have children, I hope he has some serious life insurance. I don't. His wife does. But yeah, I was in actually, Alaska, 21 years old. You were or 22. You were pregnant. Mm -hmm. I was. I flashed like it was just like a first ascent thing in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> I'm 80 feet up in the air, hanging on a it's cliff, so and I'm crazy. like, hey. If I fall and die, yeah. my wife is going to be a widow, and my son will never yeah. know me, and I I never climbed without ropes again. There you go. See? So, yeah. Got to cool. temper that a little bit. Yeah. Feels like you don't want me to go into that story, so no. I won't. Hey, if you want, go to smalleyinstitute.com. Book us for a comedy of love, date night, or weekender. What? So we would love to do that. And while you're at smalleyinstitute.com, check out Transform Your Marriage in 31 Days. It's only 31 bucks. So it's an amazing thing where we take the guesswork out of what can help. And every week for 31 days, you get an awesome video from our video yep. archive. You get discussion questions with the video and content. And then you get a, uh, a devotional. Mm -hmm. And then you get date night ideas. There you go. That's it's awesome. We're here to help. In any well, way we can. I don't know about that. And so we also have our intensive program. We do. It's awesome. The Smalley Marriage Intensive Program at smalleyinstitute.com is two days or three days. And we have eight locations around the United States. We even have one in South Africa with uh, amazing intensive coaches that really want to help. Mm -hmm. And if you feel like you're in crisis and you're stuck and you don't know what to do, then 
Um, hey, our South Africans. I'm so wow. sorry. I was like, that was my reaction. See, y'all just, if you were on Facebook, you just saw, like, I could not hide it. Marius Marius. Is that is I mean, our like, South African. And they're like seven hours, nine hours in yeah. front of us. Yeah. So like the idea, he's late. like up way late. Yeah. yeah. He is. Super excited. Love you. Okay. What? So if you have a question, because yes. Friday is fast yes. approaching. Oh, yep. Give us a call. 903-392-0975. And you can leave a question on our hotline. So it just takes voicemails, people. No one's ever going to answer that line. That's right. But you can... Leave a question and hear your voice on our podcast on a Friday. And so, okay, we're talking today yeah. about what do successful people do? And now it's time to reveal J.K. Rowling's response to Inc.com's, uh, their Twitter, their little tweet they sent out was, the world's most successful people start their day at 4 a.m. <laughs> no, this is her quote. No, that's Inc., that's the company. I know, and I then, know. Oh, yeah. But this, this is what she said. Her response well, was... I haven't gotten there yet. Oh, sorry. Mm. Now it's all confused. Mm. Sorry about that. No. So you. I want you to do it, though. Nope. Come on. Nope. Do it. Well, I mean, in her English accent, right? Now, all right. I might be you able to, to say it? it in her English accent. Oh, piss off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I probably wouldn't say that in my that little Southern awesome. Belle, you know, know. way, but, but yeah, JK I can Rowling. Say, it's rolling, like rolling, rolling, like rolling pin. We actually even had someone say it. But it was funny. I thought it was funny. So yes. the world's most successful people start their day at 4 a.m. JK Rowling, oh, piss off. <laughs> so sorry if that she's word saying, offends people. She's but. saying, <laughs> yes. So she's saying basically like, you know Forget what? You. That not is a, not, yeah. Yeah, she's not a morning person. Yeah. Right? No. So she's like, forget you, because I would say JK is pretty successful. I would, yes. Clearly, I would venture to guess she's probably sitting on some cash. Yes. She wrote a book or something. I know, like a series and then know, like another one. I don't on know, it. like lots of movies. What? Who knows what those movie so rights were? This got us thinking. Yes. What do successful people do? Yeah. And yeah. I Googled. I literally Googled. What do successful people do? And the results kind of freaked me out a little bit. Really? Yeah, it was kind of over. I'm just, can I read some of these? Yeah. So these are actual search results from what do successful people do? Uh, Entrepreneur.com, 11 things very successful people do that 99% of people don't. What? How about 14 things ridiculously okay. successful people do every day? Okay. How about... The three things the world's most successful people do every day. The first thing 15 highly successful people do each morning. Ten things successful people do differently lots to of, achieve greatness. Lots of stuff. Lots of details. My heavens. Yeah. There's like a lot of stuff you have to do. It's never simple. Well, it's because maybe that's why I'm not. Do you know why I think that why there are so many reasons why or books about it or whatever is because God created us for a purpose. He did. And being successful means that I'm serving my purpose. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, leave it to Amy to bring it back to some spiritual thing. Because it truly is. God created us on purpose to engage in a relationship with him, not just to engage in that relationship with him, but to have, have an intimacy with him. And as that intimacy grows, our purpose and our success is flows out of that. It is. And so we started thinking... Well, okay, wait a minute. What 
what would be our idea on mm-hmm. what successful, and we came up with really just, just two things. Just two. Dos. Two. In Espanol. Uh, and that is pretty kind of obvious, I think, because it came from only the greatest person who ever lived, <laughs> Jesus, who yes. tells us two things. The two things that matter most in life are to honor God mm-hmm. and honor others. So in our opinion, we're going to do a relational slant yes. on this thing because yes. life is relationships. The rest is just details. Do you I... know that is often retweeted and tweeted quote yes. from my dad? Yes, because yeah. it's true. It's true. Is when we die, we're not thinking about how much money we have. We're thinking about did we make an impact? Did 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 we people? Are people going to? Is my legacy going to live on? Is my yeah. impact? And when we, you know, that's the thing that I want my kids. My I want to leave a legacy that my kids know how to love and how to be loved. Yeah, and here's the deal with success because. This really matters, and it matters not just while you're here trying to raise a family, but it matters in eternity, is that the success which counts in life has nothing to do with fame or finances. Mm-hmm. None of that. Ooh, fame it's or about, finance is nothing. Yeah. It's about how well you love the people around you. That is the definition, I think, that Christ would give of success is, hey, how well have you loved me, mm-hmm. and how well have you loved others? And so honoring God and honoring others is the thing that actually matters, which is why, look, I I mean, what's sad is most of you are, you're not going to listen. You're not going to pay attention (laughs) because you're a sheep. No, I'm kidding. But a lot of people miss this point and they don't, they eventually get it. Mm -hmm. I would argue, unless you die like in your 40s as a workaholic, then you didn't really have a chance to get it. But if you live a long life, you'll eventually get this, right? Like, you'll get old, I, and then if you chose success as like, the world as defines it. As the world it, defines it, yeah. You'll be alone. Yeah. I mean, it's not real complicated. Or, you, or there's going to be something that's always going to be missing. Yeah. And and that's something you're always going to be searching for. What is that thing? What because I have money now. I have I have kids now. I have a great car. I have all this different stuff. But it's still, there's still something left. And there's still something missing. And that hole or that thing that you're missing is, that's because God created you to have a relationship with him. He created you to engage in a relationship with him. And, oh my gosh, can I just share with you? This is really cool. I yeah. didn't want to share it, but then I kind of was like, this oh, is super duper cool. Now you've cool. made me nervous so, and uncomfortable. No, the reason why is because I was like, I was going to bring my Bible study up here, but then I thought, no, because we're going to be talking about this. But I truly do believe that when we stop asking who is God, but we start, or who are you, who is God? Who is, but we start asking God who he is, mind-blowing thing because what's the difference the difference is one is i'm assuming god's there and i'm asking him i want you to show me who you are one is are you there you know who are you but if i actually engage in that relationship and that goes back to i need to engage in relationship with him and he i'm created to do that but not just engage in that relationship i want to have intimacy with him and when does i have intimacy with him what i have the holy spirit that lives in me 
what? Yeah, now big. God within me, now I'm created. Now I'm fired up. Now I want to share love. I want to share joy. I want to be able to express God's love and grace to other people because that's what life's all about. And that's Pete, what success is about. Pete Borner, who's watching on Facebook Live, Pete is becoming a, con a contributor. He's going to have him. to be an editor because <laughs> he, he left a comment saying, I forgot love is a verb. Yeah. Love is action, people. Love is a decision. That was my dad's, well, not his first book, but it, I don't know what book. He wrote 62 of them. But <laughs> one of his earliest in his seminar title for like yes. 30 years was Love is a Decision. So Absolutely. don't, look, your success really is dependent on that. Mm -hmm. When you can understand that love is a choice, I do not love you because you behave well. No. Like anybody can do that. Right. I need to love Amy when... She's trying to wake me up at 4 a.m. real happy. Oh, no, wait. I'm waking you up. So I need to love her if she's a little cranky at 4. Yep. Which I think is unreasonable. Uh, yeah, I have no idea why I'd be cranky. You know what? I th You know what? I feel like God totally spoke to me even this morning because, you know, Michael and I, last night we were speaking and we were talking to some couples. We had an amazing dinner at yeah. Claudia and Michael's. And we had couples over and they indulged us and heard our whole like love story and everything. And on our honeymoon, we would fight and make up. We would fight and make up. And as we were. And you know what we yeah, mean well, by make up. Mm, yeah. And he had said that last <laughs> night, of course. Okay. But I'm just saying. <laughs> Our mess is our message. That's John Cheryl. He's yeah. watching too. I'm loving that. I say that almost every podcast. I love it. So our I God Great. told John's me gonna this. want royalties. I now. know, I'm sorry. Well, what I that was a prelude to the rest of our life. Because Michael <laughs> and I fight and make up, fight and make up. And and we had we we got better, um, but we still fight and we still make up. But what has created our life and our ministry and who we are is that we have grit that we were created on purpose for yeah. God's purpose to do good things. We can't quit. And we can't quit. I can't quit you. I can't quit. Why can't I quit you? I can't quit you. I just you took that God phrase and turned it into something good. Yeah, exactly. Because God has created us because we knew yeah. early on God, you brought us together. And so guess what? We're fighting now, but we got to figure this thing out. And yeah. we just didn't have the, uh, because our identity was enough in Christ. And I say that because I think that I didn't really get it until like closer to like now yeah. of what that looks like. But when we were created on purpose, that's what's ultimately going to lead to our success. It is. And so... Uh, John is now, thanks to you, Amy, wanting a 10% royalty of everything. <laughs> so, John, you get 10% of nothing. That's how much royalty we're getting. So, okay. To summarize. Yes. Success is about loving others and yes. loving God. Work, read, uh, pursue, be active, make choices on being kind to each other. It's It's... You know, we, we try to make it super complicated, but it, it really just comes down. That's why Christ said, hey, love people how you want to be loved. So yep. you kind of know what you want. Go ahead, grab the initiative, do it for them. Now, of course, I had to go through some of those search results oh, yeah. and get very mm -hmm. judgmental. <laughs> so here are some of those articles, right, that I read at the beginning of the show. Uh, here's some of their advice, okay? These were, here's like three or four of the dumbest Ideas. So don't I've ever do these. We, well, no, don't know. do these. You can, so. but I don't know if they're going to lead to success. All right. Successful people drink 
lemon water. Thanksforbes.com. There you go. They're really? very hydrated. They drink <laughs> lemon water. Maybe, I've actually learned maybe. that lemon water can be a hangover cure. Oh, wow. Well, I learned that from I mean, a guy from Queens. <laughs> I know. But I'm just saying, but lemon so water is... Apparently, I mean, successful people are getting drunk at night and then I, curing their I, hangover I, with lemon water in the morning. That's so not healthy. It's just one idea. Uh, the second one about. that really irritated me mm-hmm. was entrepreneur.com said, successful people embrace ambiguity. What? I mean, which is true. But aren't they dreamers? But it was ambiguous. So if you're a dreamer and you're ambiguous about your dream, I how know. are you going to ever know you get well, there? Well, I think they're trying to say, like, don't freak out when things don't all add up, but whatever. Okay. Yeah. It was very ambiguous. Yeah, I get it. That and then here's, like, I thought. Oh, yeah. This is the, the yeah. tip. This one made me top laugh. of the worst ideas. First of all, entrepreneur.com, mm-hmm. I judge you the worst of all <laughs> because your stupid little 87 things for successful people was in a slideshow. <laughs> that is called clickbaiting. It probably not called that, but it feels like it. It's dirty. It's manipulative because you have to do a slide. Click next. Click next. And you get all those page views. You're just oh. ramping up your fees. Oh, so, there you go. Is that what they their do? Their first, yeah. I don't get that. Their first tip yeah. out of like literally 18 things or something. Okay. The first one, successful people, they focus on minutes, not hours. Okay. Okay. Minutes, not hours. Okay. I I mean, stay in the present, maybe. Yeah, I can see how they're trying to be. Okay. But it was when I clicked on next to get another idea that I just could not help but laugh. Okay. So the first one was they focus on minutes, not hours. The next slide said they focus on only one thing, which immediately I went, oh, crud. I'm already focusing on minutes and not hours. I guess that's it. So I don't you get to focus, focus on, on anything else. So you focus on one thing every minute of the day. I don't know, but it sounded like it was very counterintuitive. That seems like, yeah. That I'm not the sharpest weird. tool in the shed. I could admit that. But Look I, at those you, were that the ones colloquialism. You actually got it right. Way I to did. go. So, okay, now to clean up the distraction of the day. Yes. So we said earlier in response to Inks. Uh, tweet the world's most successful people start their day at 4 a.m. Yes. Which, by the way, my friend, our friend, Sam Gore. Yes. Texted me this morning. Yes. And said, this made me laugh because of you and I, because Sam and I start our day at 3 a.m. <laughs> so take that ink. Your little You're Twitter so account. successful. So, so J.K. Rowling's response Rowling's. was, oh, piss off. And then here are some of the funniest ones I found with her. So Ellie Robinson said, my six-month... Six-month-old? No, she literally said, my six-month-year-old is destined for great things in. Because apparently her six-month-year-old, I don't even know what that is, is waking up at four. Uh, Skulls in the Stars, which has a really creepy Twitter uh, thing. My definition definition of success is not having to get up at 4 a.m. every day. There you go. There you go. So she's successful by not. Okay. But the funniest, I did hear one that was really funny. It's not on here. Is it, well, it's 4 a.m. somewhere. I just, I'm about to do that. (laughs) Why do you do these things? Uh, It's literally right in front of you. the punchline before you can say it. You are unbelievable. Oh my gosh. Norman Ornstein says, I do that. I just use 4 a.m. in Brussels. As my reference point when I am in Washington. Oh, that's good. 
No. Dork. And then I my favorite, and I will not let you say stop 4 all of this one. somewhere. I'm sorry. I think that one's funnier. Dr. Strawbale, PhD, mm-hmm. yes. says, the world's most successful people sell plastic wands made in China for 40 euros. Referencing? J.K. Rollins. The wand, the Harry Potter wand. That's good. And how much money has been made That's off of that. That's good. That was pretty funny. That was good. I thought, way to go, Dr. Strawbell. That was good.